0: If you're having trouble with your boobs and your belly and your thighs and your arms, and ready-made clothing has lost its charms, join the group and listen to the cast about making clothes that fit and last. Self-sewn. Hello, everybody. Uh, Welcome to the Self-Sewn Wardrobe podcast and live broadcast. Oh, I'm getting... My lighting is blowing out here a little bit. One moment. There we go. How's that? (laughs) I think it's a little better. Um, So, this morning, while I'm waiting for people to uh, join us, I just want to feel free to compliment a few of you fabulous people. Um, Nicole has uh, posted a picture of her Morgan jeans. They are non stretch jeans by. closet case files and um they uh they they look great and she took some really cute pictures of herself and then also sandy posted a picture of a matching sweatshirt that she made uh, for her son and herself and uh it's darling uh good morning to mary and to kim hi mom um and hello to fred how are you doing this morning everybody So uh, as we get started here, I'm going to discuss a little bit about uh, teaching and uh, taking sewing classes, teaching sewing classes, and hiring teachers to teach sewing classes. It can all be very complicated. Uh, Hi, Julie. Um, Oh, mom says this episode is really about mean mothers. No, it's about mean teachers. (laughs) Hi, Annette, and hello, Janet. Um, So uh, it's, It's not about mean mothers, but I believe it was Erin who posted in the group. She said, I was taking a garment sewing class, and I was not allowed to cut out my pattern or cut out my garment with a rotary cutter and a mat. Uh, She was told that she needed to do it with scissors and that cutting out a garment with a rotary cutter um, was unacceptable in this class. And I think she was also told that rotary cutters and mats were only for quilters and not garment sewers. Um, And so she, you know, was just kind of expressing frustration about this. And a lot of us were like, oh, my goodness, you know, that lady should have been more open-minded or "Um, that's silly. A rotary cutter is not just a quilter's tool, et cetera, et cetera. And that's all. I I mean, I do. I do think people should be open-minded. That is something I agree with. I, though, do know how it feels sometimes to be a teacher in a classroom with two people, three people, eight people, whatever, and you're, uh, you're kind of struggling to sort of keep control over what's going on. Hi, Lonnie and Aaron and Sarita uh, so, and, and Amanda. So I I want to I want to say first of all that I guess I thought it was pretty common knowledge that a rotary cutter can be used in garment sewing, um, <laughs> but maybe it's not. Uh, but then again, um, I do I I must I must come to the teacher's defense a little bit if I'm getting a sort of like play devil's advocate or. Or, or speak for both sides here. And the teacher, you know, we, we, we've heard, of course, nothing from the teacher. It's just Erin kind of voicing her frustration about this experience she had, rightfully so. When you're teaching that many people, it can be difficult to give a lot of choices um, to them. I had a teacher once. We hired a teacher here, and she said, uh, I want to teach a skirt class. And I was like, okay. And she says, okay, so I'm just going to ask them to bring in a skirt pattern, any skirt pattern they want, and then we'll make it. And I thought, whoa, uh, <laughs> like not a good idea. Um, you 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 need to tell them, you need to have one pattern or you need to have two patterns or something like that. If, if this is going to get finished, you know, in a, in a timely manner. Now, your cutting technique th- that you're using, I feel like The most important thing about cutting is that it's accurate, not that it's um, done, you know, a certain way. And I try to encourage people to use rotary cutters. I try to teach them how to use a rotary cutter while they are around me in case it's something that's very new to them. Some people take to it so quickly. Some people are afraid of it. And some people say, I'm completely uncomfortable with a rotary cutter, you know. And if they say that they are completely uncomfortable with a rotary cutter, then we're probably not going to have a very productive class with them using a rotary cutter. And so I let them use scissors if they wish. But with cutting, the most important thing is that, you know, you're accurate, you know. Um, Now, I would also say that as a shop owner, it's very difficult to get all your programming done for your store. You hear from a lot of customers, hey, why can't we have this class, or this class, or this class, and then you try to get all these things on uh, on the schedule, you know, uh, you try to do the quilting class, and the bag class, and the embroidery class, and the skirt class, and then people are like, I want to make jeans, and then da-da-da-da-da, you, you know, you try, um, uh, you try to, you try to do everything, and so you oftentimes will hire teachers. And then you can't always control what those teachers are doing. So, <laughs> so, Erin says um, she, she knows that she would have been able to cut out her fabric twice as fast as the rotary cutter. I totally believe you. Because that's how it works for me, too. And I, if I had been in your position, Erin, I would have felt really uncomfortable. Because I actually do not cut as well with scissors. I do not cut fabric pattern pieces out as well with scissors. In fact, I think I'm less accurate. I, like, don't do as good a job. I would have been like, I don't want to cut this out with scissors because I'm not going to do a good job and I want to sew it together properly, you know? And so I would have been, like, super anxious, okay? Um, (laughs) So I completely understand. Uh, Okay, so when when you're managing a store, you're running a store, and you hire teachers, it can be hard to manage them. It can be hard to sort of like edit them all the time. I had a teacher one time in here who said, uh, I heard her in the store while she was teaching, she's an amazing teacher, did a great job teaching. But I heard her say this. She said, I don't wanna sell you anything, but like such and such is a really nice tool. And I was like, well, <laughs> This is a store, okay? you know, and and we sell things. It's not like a charity shop, you know. and so i I did say I did say to that teacher. I'm like, you know, I understand that it can be a it can be awkward. A lot of you work in in retail or or something like that. And sometimes it's awkward to ask for uh the sale or something like that but that's you know part of the reason that we you know as sewing machine dealers or as owners of a sewing store that's why we have classes um it you you almost can't charge enough for a class to make it worth the teacher's while you have to introduce people to useful tools um uh so anyway i i you know i spoke with her and i said I understand if you feel uncomfortable. Don't tell don't tell people they have to buy anything. That's all right. You know, I just said show the scissors or the whatever. There's a price tag on them and if people want them, they can ask for them, you know? And so that was something I thought, "Oh, I can't I can't really have people in my store saying like they don't want to sell things." <laughs> I also had a teacher who said that you could sew over pins when you were sewing. That you could, you know, just leave your pins in and sew over pins. And this was another thing where I felt like I had to intervene because people are using our machines. And I don't want people sewing over pins with our machines. And if you are unfamiliar with my position on sewing over pins, you can search Pin Rant uh, in the group and you'll see that. So... Oftentimes, when you are a store owner or you are a uh, you're a manager or something like that, you can't be listening all the time. That's why you hired this person to teach the class. So that you know you could be running the store or something like that. So, if you ever do experience something with a teacher at a sewing store or something like that, I would I would recommend just emailing management or you know emailing emailing the store and saying, hey. This is the experience I had in class, and I just want to let you know about it. I feel like it, you know, maybe in Aaron's case, I would have been able to do this faster and uh, and uh, and more accurately, you know. Uh, so, I I want to sort of be. Uh, you know, sympathetic to both sides here, you know, but I, I can't understand the the strictness of a teacher. And so that brings me to, okay, let's pretend like the, the teacher, you know, does no wrong. Sometimes teaching adults to do probably anything, I mean, the thing I have experience with teaching adults to do is how to sew. It's very difficult sometimes to keep everybody in line and that might sound a little demeaning but here's what I mean when adults come to a sewing class and they want to learn a skill that's great they're not getting a grade a lot of times people are coming also for the social aspect of things which I completely understand but some you know you also have a commitment to your students to show them how to do you know such and such unless it's just called you know uh Sewing happy hour or uh, you know, fun time with sewing friends or something like that. you know. So uh, I taught I, I teach a bobbin play class, Bobbin embroidery work, okay? So you're using your you're using your um, embroidery machine and you're putting very heavy thread in your bobbin case okay and uh, you know winding a bobbin with very heavy thread and then you're doing a very specialized embroidery design that can handle the very heavy thread okay there are specific bobbin work embroidery designs and the process for doing this is super strict there's not a lot of shortcuts there's not a lot of um like you you can't stray far from the path and be successful Okay, so I remember putting this class in the schedule. A lot of people signing up, everybody getting you know very excited, and I think maybe I had like ten or eight people in this class, which is quite a quite a few embroidery machines out and about, and you know making sure we wind the bobbin the bobbin correctly, et cetera, et cetera, you know, and hooping fabric and da 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 da. So I had to say at the beginning of class, I said I'm gonna be very strict that you do not go ahead. From what I am doing. And if you do, if you do go ahead and you're at a place where you went ahead and you didn't do it right, I will have to ask you to just wait until we all have caught up, okay? Uh, You know, until we all have caught up, you know, and and we're finished. And then you can do it. Because with the bobbin play, you have to do some things that are different from what you're used to doing with traditional embroidery. And so I was sort of, like, pretty stern with this and sometimes I think since I am maybe a younger person in the sewing store people think I've got this sort of like fun carefree attitude and I do I promise uh but I also you know with the bobbin play I can't have eight people all messing it up at at the same time you know uh but and Erin says she would have waited but at the you know on the other hand if somebody had told me you know and I was teaching like ginger jeans class, and somebody says I'm cutting out with scissors, and I'm cutting out with rotary cutter. To me, that doesn't really throw a wrench into things, you know. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't change like you know the outcome so much, except that you might be more accurate with a rotary cutter. I don't know. Um, <laughs> just depending on what you would do. So I had to get mean in bobbin play class, you know, uh, a little bit about that. Now in our recent surgery workshop, you know we the, it's it's difficult sometimes to uh, accommodate all of the ideas that sort of get thrown around by students, too. Like we, you know, we inserted elastic into a waistband on a skirt. And we were talking about, uh, you know, doing that. And then people are like, well, couldn't you do it like this? And couldn't you do it like that? And we're like, well, there's lots of ways to do it, you know. Um, but this is how, you know, we're doing it, okay, you know, right now. And in order for people to get the muscle memory or to get the skill, sometimes you sort of need to teach, you know, one way um, to get it there. Also, sometimes you need to sort of establish, like, a little bit of authority and a little bit of a boundary as a teacher, we have a problem here in the store and this is probably true for any sewing store. It's so difficult when someone speaks up and says something that's incorrect a student. They'll they'll say, "Well, do it like this," or, you know, let's pretend they're like, "You can sew over pins," you know? And as a teacher, you have to really make sure people aren't getting that incorrect information. So you have to correct it. You have to be diplomatic so that you don't hurt this person's feelings. And then you also really need to clarify because it is our biggest fear that someone says, well, I was at ZD's and someone told me I could sew over pins or I could, I don't know what, you know use big scissors at my sewing machine. I don't know what. (laughs) So, uh, that's, that is something that when you're a teacher, if there's a particularly sort of, like, talkative student or an excited, you know, group of people who are wanting to socialize, you know, you kind of got to put the, um, I mean, smackdown's not the right word, but uh, you do you do need to sort of make sure about that. Now, there are some classes where there's a lot more flexibility than other classes, a lot more, uh, you know, latitude that people can have when doing things. And, you know, when I go to Baby Lock uh, for their training, for, to Baby Lock Tech, and they introduce the new products, I always go ahead and play around, uh, with the machine when I shouldn't, and (laughs) I have gotten scolded before, um, when the new Destiny came out, and, uh, they were actually having some software issues with the Destiny, and they didn't want us, like, pounding on all the buttons at lightning speed, okay, When I didn't really know that, you know, so, uh, I was just going around and stuff, and this woman, um, I love her so much. Her name is Margot, and she came up to me and she said, "Now, you might get yourself in a spot that we can't get you out of. You know, if you keep doing this." And I was like, "Oh, okay, Margot. You know, thank you very much." And Margot's got videos on BabyLocks' site, so if you watch her, that's my that's Margot. She's a lovely lady. Um, but I've also been scolded in a little uh, different way too, <laughs> by I. People who I don't think have, uh, you know, worked at Baby Lock for as long as I've been, you know, working in my store. But whatever, it's all right. It's their show, you know, and I'm not going to complain uh, that uh, that someone scolded me when I wasn't following the directions. Um, but I guess I want to say I've been on all sides of this equation. Okay, um, I've been uh, I've been the student. I've been the teacher. I've probably been an over-talkative student before. I have, uh, I've been a person hiring a teacher. I, you know, have been on the receiving end of feedback as a teacher and a manager. So this is all just very interesting dynamics. And maybe it'll give all of you a little bit of insight into what happens when you go and you take a sewing class at a sewing store. And Lonnie, this is water in my water bottle. I... (laughs) It is 9.17 in the morning. I am not drinking. I have been up for a long time. I've been up for like four hours. I think it it could be wine time, right? Anyway, uh, so that is my little spiel on, oh, Betsy's so right. She says, no sillies, Bloody Marys are the breakfast drink. That's right. (laughs) Mary says she has the worst time being quiet. And this is where... Like, our rapport with our students, I think, is really important. Um, and I will go up to somebody and I'll say, you know, you're really excited about this class or something like that. And uh, we are, we're very, what do I want to say, personable. And we get, we get, you know, we can get a little, like, sarcastic or, or um, we'll do some ribbing on some of our, uh, some of our customers that we know very personally, and that can be fun, and uh, I like the relationship that we have built with some people, and I remember in that Bob and Play class, there were these uh, two or three ladies, I can't remember if the third was there, but I said, I know you ladies like to talk together, but there are going to be some times when I tell you you can't talk, and you got to listen to me, otherwise we're not going to get our Bob and Play correct, you know, we're not, it's not going to work. Oh, the other thing with Bob and Play is you have to, uh, You have to hoop your fabric upside down. So that is really a weird thing for some people. So anyway, I plan on making a video about that because that would be a a really, I think it would be a really easy thing to um, film and uh, give a worksheet on. And it can be a lot of fun. It's some very fast embroidery actually because it's so open. But anyway, that's the class I always remember being like, quote, the meanest, okay, uh, in, because I knew that there is just very little room for playing around in Bob and Play class. They used to call it Bob and Work, but now they call it Bob and Play. Okay, so that is the end of my little discussion of teachers and shops. Uh, We've been lucky around here to have really awesome teachers Really great guest artists at our store. We're we're very particular. Um, We have had some bad experiences in the past, which have made us really particular. And so, we're very we're very lucky to have had that opportunity. Uh, But you know, there's always the possibility that someone acts one way in like an interview or in a uh, you know a little maybe a a class preview or something like that. And then they do something very different in actual class. Okay. So, um, that is, that's, that's my little, uh, exploration of, uh, sewing classes. Moms never, moms never mean. I should, I should have, uh, not titled it mean teachers like me and mom. (laughs) Uh, so anyway, uh, we, um, our, uh, still We still have uh, Sew so Here boxes on sale So if you're interested in getting a Sew so Here box um, We still have a few left if you have not ordered it yet And uh, if you have, fabulous They'll be shipping in late February And if you're interested to know what I'm talking about You can go to SewHere.com box And I need to work on shipping out some orders uh, this morning Because a lot of you have ordered a lot of stuff Thanks very much. Okay, well, I will uh, see you all next week. Our live schedule is going to change a little bit because we have, uh, like, a repair guy uh, coming on Wednesday morning. So I'll keep you up to date with that, but just heads up. Next week, I think I'm going to do, like, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. Sorry to confuse anyone who's new. Normally I do Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. But on Wednesday, I think we um, are – regularly scheduling, scheduled programming will be moved to Tuesday. So anyway, I will uh, write about that on the uh, Facebook wall and keep up the conversation about drinks and about Clamato and <laughs> all the fabulous things that you're writing about in the comments. I love them and I'll go check them out. And thanks so much for watching. I hope that you get something sewn today.